In this Guided Talks, Robert talks to Stefan Bardega. Stefan is co-founder of Traction, a new SaaS platform that helps businesses discover and hire the best freelance marketing talent. Stefan spent the previous 15 years building various agencies, including Mediacom and iProspect. Robert and Stefan discuss what others can learn or try to emulate from the big players in the market. Clients want deep specialism. Everything and nothing has changed. Independent businesses don't know what to buy or who to hire or what to measure. Plus, much more. Hello and welcome to the Guider Grow Digital Agency Talks. And today I am absolutely delighted to have with me Stefan. Uh, Stefan, hello, welcome to the show. Without further ado, tell us about yourself. Tell us what you do. Tell us what you're known for. Well, thank you very much for having me, um, is the first thing. And uh, welcome to everyone who's viewing this on whatever platform you're viewing on. Um, so a little bit about my background. I have been in digital marketing for over 15 years, and I got in very, very early. So I actually got into growth marketing, digital marketing, in about 1999, I think it was. It was before even Google had figured out how to monetize its search engine. That's how long ago it was. And we were doing things like paid inclusion for SEO. Um, and my, my, when I got into it, my parents said, this is a disaster. You're giving up your, you know, you've had two years of doing research at a TV company, which was going really well. Don't go into this internet thing. It's going to fail. And as usual, I didn't listen to my uh, my parents, which is quite, quite fortunate. Anyway, so that's how I kind of got into um, digital stuff in the first place. Um, my first agency experience was a company called um, Outrider in the very early days. Uh, and actually, when when I got into the agency world, uh, at starting at Outrider, there were really only two agencies doing this. There was Outrider and a company called iLevel. Um, and then from there, uh, I went into Mediacom. When I joined Mediacom, we had a team of 13 people. We weren't actually even part of the main agency. Uh, it was a new emerging discipline. So we were actually at the other end of the road, just above the age concern uh, office. And I spent half of my time, because my job was about kind of integrating digital into the main fabric of the agency. I spent half my time walking up and down Gower Street. I must have done that journey about 300 times. Um, uh, and and then, so, that, so that started with 13 digital people. By the time we finished, uh, when I left uh, five years later, it was about 300 people and fully integrated into the agency. So yeah, so my, my first experience was at Outrider. And at that time, um, in the very early days, there were really only two agencies doing any of this stuff. It was Outrider and iLevel. Um, I then spent a number of years at Mediacom. And when I joined Mediacom, there were 13 people. And the digital unit was totally disintegrated from the rest of the agency. And in fact, we were at the other end of the road to the main agency. We were stuck above the age concern office, which was, which was quite apt. Um, and I spent most of my days running to and fro our office above the age concern um, operation into the main agency. But over the course of, you know, a few years um, leading the digital operation at Mediacom, which is called Media.com originally, 
Um, we took it from 13 people to 300 people. Um, so I spent a lot of my time interviewing candidates and figuring out who was good, who wasn't good. Um, and then finally, my most recent experience was at iProspect. So I joined as CEO of iProspect for the UK. And that's uh, a business that you know, I'm sure many of you are familiar with. It's the um, largest uh, growth marketing agency in the UK. It's got about 700 employees across seven different offices. Um, so that's kind of brought me to uh, up to the more present day, I guess. So I left iProspect earlier this year um, to really go and do something totally different um, and, and, and technology-based, which I'm sure we'll talk about um, a bit later. So what, I mean, what is it? I mean, that, that's, there are were, there were precious few people. There's a handful of people who were, who were there back in the day in the world, days of the Wild West. Uh, what are, I mean, what are the, the what are the lessons that you think you picked up at that time in that unique position that you can that that, that are applicable that are relevant to you know today's owner founder of a digital agency? Yeah. So I so I th- I think interestingly I think there are quite a lot of transferable learnings or, or skills from. Uh, that can be applied across, you know, any agency at any stage of development. And I guess the only dif- main difference is probably the number of competitors in the space from, the, from, from those early days. But certainly one of the key, one of the key themes, I think, from, you know, the, the, the early stages of my uh, agency career was figuring out what, what was coming next, packaging it in a way that, that was early enough you know not 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 too early that actually it was too difficult to sell but early enough and at the right trajectory of that discipline or platform that you could really really monetize it and I think you know the agencies that did really well were you know the ones that were able to see that okay that if, if, if the first opportunity is search how early do we go into paid social what's the strategy for analytics and at what time do we launch it so I think those, those things, being able to identify what are the services that are relevant for an agency, how to package them, how to plug them together and how to commercialise them. They're all, you know, they're quite tricky things to do all at once. Um, but you have to do them if you're, if you're in the agency, um, in, in the agency services. So do you think that a lot of, uh, a lot of this kind of, inde- what, I, what I describe as independent agencies, sort of up to about 100 staff, do you think they've they've ended up becoming um, almost like price takers rather than price makers? They're they're waiting for the platform to feed them the next the next model yeah, of yeah. analytics and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of um, well, this is no bad thing. I mean, some of the most successful independent agencies are you know extensions of the sales team, effectively for the platform. I mean, they're not really agencies. You know, they're, they're, they're selling. The services that sit on single on single platforms, but actually that is what the agency model is today. Now you can argue over whether that is right or in the best interests of the client, but that is what the agency model has become. It's become about you know rather than horizontal um, uh, you know ability to plan across multiple channels, multiple platforms. It's become the exact opposite. So whereas I think it might have been described as you know, an inch deep and a mile wide, the agency landscape now, 
or the successful agencies are the ones that are inch wide and a mile deep. And by that, what I mean is planning becomes less important and the ability to understand how to execute inside a platform and sell the different uh, vertical um, opportunities within a single platform is what is determining successful agencies from the ones that aren't at the moment. And that leads you into... But I was going to say, don't you think that's it's, it, it's always been thus? I mean, forever, the the narrow agency is saying, mm, "We really ought to become more of a full service agency." We really ought look at them over there. They can do TV and video, and they can do print and, and web and design. All we do is is PPC. And likewise, the, the full service agency is going, "Well, we're kind of jack of all trades, master of none. We really need to." We need to get some people in who are real experts. Is it is it not like estate agents kind of flipping between renting and selling and buying and the agencies are always kind of trying to find that sweet spot that's moving around? Yeah, and the job of an agency is definitely, you know, you have to find your specialism. I think you also, though, have to understand where the demand is in the market and because that's your revenue opportunity. And, if, and you, you, it's difficult to fight against that is what I would say. So if you are a multidiscipline, channel agnostic agency, today you are going to struggle up against a specialist, uh, deep platform experience agency because in my view that, that's where the demand is on the client side. They are after the deep specialists uh, and, and it has come, I think, at the expense of some, in, in some respects, the generalists. Um, and you can argue whether that's good or bad. I think, to be honest, I think it's a function of the way the market has, has become structured with the duopoly. I don't think it's a deliberate decision by, you know, either clients or, uh, or, or, um, or, or agencies. I just think that's the way the market's structured. Agencies that are successful have gone where the money is, and the money is in those vertical, deep specialisms, platform-specific, uh, and that's how the market's played out. Do I think it will stay like that? No, I don't, actually. I think if you look at what, what's going on in the US with regulation, um, it, I don't think it will happen quickly, but I think that it will return to a much more you know, plural uh, 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 opportunity in terms of digital planning, which which makes it makes it more interesting. So I think you'll have a combination of yes, the deep vertical specialisms, but I think you'll also see like the return of more sort of planning, cross-discipline, uh, cross-publisher um, functions as well. 